Welcome back to the Content Warning World Fighting Championship Content Warning saying it twice just to get it out there. In this corner we have all of the dirty words and the fucks and the shits and the swears that we are going to say. And in this corner we have the penis talk. So, in case you haven't noticed by the fact that I said all of those already, we will be having various dirty conversations and probably swearing a lot. Ready? And fight! Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the bar with no name to answer your nerdy... Well, we're not answering nerdy questions. We're here to fight. We're here to fight. Um, so, begin? No. <laughs> so, behind the scenes, we haven't recorded in two months. <laughs> so, we're desperately trying to remember how to do this podcast, let alone the variation season that we're doing here. Yeah, and plus, I did, obviously did not change my script enough to remind <laughs> me what we were doing. It's uh, like when we flipped it and I had to read your script and I kept calling myself Tyler. No, uh, it's the classic question, who would win? We're doing a series of battles, arguing it between ourselves. Each of us will have a character each episode, argue against another person, and the stowaway will join in because we need a third person to be the one to decide, depending oh, on what I episode. You ring. Uh, editor and stowaway Steven here. I uh, just finished cleaning off all of the uh, blood off of all the weapons in the armory, and uh, yeah, that Nightwing Daredevil one got dirty. Yeah. Um. I did not know that dried blood smelled so fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. It's I didn't think it would be good, but I didn't know it would be that bad. Like, it's bad. <laughs> Fun fact, one of my first jobs, I used to have to take out the bio bags after surgery. Ooh. Oh. Ugh. Oh, I hadn't heard this story before. I just knew about Kmart. When uh, the containers those are stored in cost a bit to be processed. So you want to make sure that they're full before you send them oh. in to be processed. So if the surgery isn't big enough, those remains stay there in that container for a while. Oh, that's worse than my first job with the pickles. Our containers were stored in the room next to the boiler. Oh, God. Why? What? That's like the worst room you could have chosen. Not my choice. <laughs> I have smelled death. <laughs> Slightly cooked. We Steve broke in the, your face. We broke the stowaway. You broke the stowaway. Oh, I mean, you should just uh, you should just do that for your next uh, test your fright uh, for fucking Oof. fried squirms. Just go in detail on that because that's I might need a moment. That it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna haunt him. No, my stomach seriously just like <laughs> turned from that. That's oh wow, fuck. Anyway. <laughs> That's right. Put your opponent at a disadvantage. Well, we announced last time, right, who the... Yep. Quicksilver versus the Human Torch. Johnny Storm, not the robot. Right. Oh, thank God. I was, uh, was not sure. <laughs> so I uh, have Human Torch. And he, I guess, has <laughs> the Quicksilver. I have Quicksilver. So... We are going to flip the two-phase coin, because this is exactly the kind of extra thing that this podcast requires. And, uh, Steven, call the coin toss. Uh, okay. Heads. It is tails. Tyler, do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go second. God, he does this every time. So, as a reminder for those listening... I'm just listening, so curious what he's going to say. 
The way we will do this, Stephen will make his argument, Tyler will make his argument, then there will be the rebuttals. Stephen will get one rebuttal, Tyler will get one rebuttal. I will desperately, I've been desperately trying not to think about this match for like two months. Because I'm trying to entirely base it off of your guys' arguments. Thank you? You know how, you know how it is. Like, <laughs> I understand that, and that I, I had I intentionally tried to very limitedly not look up too much about the Human Torch because I didn't want to necessarily think too much about what his arguments would be mm. from this scenario. I've been studying Quicksilver since no. <laughs> <laughs> Him go fast and kind of rude. You're done. I basically just I, I also know about Johnny Storm. Mm. I've I've seen the Fantastic Four movies. Chris Evans is that's all I need to know. I got it. Any product placement, you know. Michael B. Jordan? I don't like him. He might for- I did legitimately forget that he uh, played him in that movie because I forgot that movie entirely existed. <laughs> we try. Um, Fair. Tim, uh, Tim and Eric is in that fucking... Tim Heidecker's in that movie. He plays fucking Reed Richards' dad. Holy cow, yes he does. <laughs> but back to the fight at hand. Quicksilver, uh, I'm just going to call it that Quicksilver, Quicksilver wins... The fucking millisecond he knows that there is a fight going on in this scenario, where in which they're in a a warehouse, the second anything goes down, he's already knocked him out. So you're just going with super pin punch real fast. He has speeds faster than the speed of sound. Mm-hmm. Johnny Storm, I will say, is very fast and can probably approach those same speeds while flying. I don't think he's going to be able to get that fast in a warehouse. I think the second he knows that a fight is going on, he is going to punch the shit out of him. <laughs> he is both then a villain and a hero. He has fought on with the Avengers. He has fought with the X-Men. He's fought against the X-Men. Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to be afraid to beat the shit out of fucking Johnny Storm's dick. He's just going to straight up <laughs> a thousand punches square in the just balls. Just specifically hey, 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 hey. dick punching. And these and are some I, great balls of fire, thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you Which, lose. <laughs> <laughs> and then a thousand more punches to the face. And then just like three more punches to the balls just for a cherry on top. It's done. It's over before it's even started. There's no way he's going to be able to take a... There's no way he can surprise him. He can't charge up enough um, of his fire power in any amount of time before Pietro is going to be able to immediately knock his shit out. There's no Super Saiyan charge-up that he can do. This is not an argument for or against, but it does... Uh, writer Peter David, who is a very prolific comic book writer, created Young Justice, doesn't like writing Super Speedsters for the exact reason that you're naming. They're too powerful? Yes. Mm-hmm. He hates writing The Flash. Um, I will say that also, in his favor, Johnny Storm has dealt with probably speedsters, probably has fought in fucking um, uh, Quicksilver, I think. Quicksilver married Johnny Storm's (laughs) ex-girlfriend. So, he won there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then he lost to the Black Knight over that one. But also, he still beat Johnny Storm. (laughs) Wait, Dane? Crystal has dated Human Torch, Quicksilver, the Black Knight, and Ronan the Accuser. I don't know if she has good taste. (laughs) No, she does not. She has terrible taste. (laughs) Not the point of any of this, but these are not good taste. <laughs> when Johnny Storm is, is the best of those, is your reasonable era. Okay, so that's your that's the bulk of no, my no, argument. that's fine. That's no, no, um, uh, yeah, I do know that like he has 
He is technically, I think, faster, but I think that's it within the regards of flight. I don't actually know on that front. That's, but yeah, okay. Tyler? Yeah, uh, I'm not actually going to rebut. I'm just going to go straight in my argument if that's good. No, go for it. Of course. Uh, I'm glad you brought up flight a couple times. First off, he can fly. There's no reason he's not coming into the arena already flying if he's knowing he's going for a fight. And you might be able, Quicksilver might be able to run fast, but once he's in the air, he ain't running. He's subject to all sorts of physics that are already in place. You jump up, suddenly you're in that arc, you're stuck in place. Human Torch is going to take advantage of that. Here's the other thing. If he's coming for a fight, he's probably already in plasma form. We're talking about a character that has shaken off punches from Gladiator. Who the fuck's Gladiator? <laughs> Gladiator is the leader of the uh, Shi'ar Imperial Guard. He's a direct Superman ripoff whose power is directly related to his uh, confidence. Interesting. And he's a giant egotist. Interesting. I'm unfamiliar with the characters, which is why I asked. It's not super important. I was just, just curious. He's a Superman analog, so let's just put it that way. So, like, what's he gonna, like, have fun punching fire? I guess is a big point that I'm coming in at. Like, we, okay. we make fun of on a different podcast all the time, Blackout for <laughs> <laughs> biting someone whose head was on fire. Only counterpoint I'm going to make here, and I'm not, again, trying to take mm -hmm. sides on anything. You know he doesn't just turn into fire, right? Well, I'm going to bring up some other things here, too. Okay. I'm just saying, he, he sets himself on fire, and that's somehow not a bad thing. It's not he becomes living flame. I mean, he has a plasma form. It's confusing. It's whatever the author needs at the time. To go along with that, he actually has ambient heat control out to within 80 foot away from himself. Uh, all of that moving fast is going to create air friction, which Johnny is actually able to suck from the air and help keep himself powered any time that Quicksilver gets within that close of him. In fact, if he uh, accidentally absorbs too much heat from the ambient air around him, it causes him to flame on automatically. Uh, he can bring things within 80 foot of him down to 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Man, that sucks for a human body. To go along with that, he has enough control over the different fire he produces that it's not just hitting you with heat. Heat creates pressure, and he can control that pressure as well. Those things can be concussive as well, and knocking Quicksilver off his feet. Hard to run when you're tripped up. And just like super used to like enemies having powers that directly oppose his anyways. Like... Dude fights Namor. It's fire versus water, and he still walks away. I'm sorry. <laughs> he loses a lot of he those He loses fights. a lot, okay. But he also walks away sometimes. Fair. I want to see he also walks away a lot of those times because of the other Fantastic Four. Invisible woman pulling her weight once again. And things go too bad. Things end up down in a stalemate. He's hitting that Nova Flame. Expending that energy. Rocking the world. Do you know what the Nova Blast is, real quick? Vaguely. Basically, he can set off... He can briefly heat himself to the temperature of the surface of the sun, but he can only do it for about a second and a half, because one, it incinerates a bunch of shit around him, and two, it, it knocks him out, because it's just... It, it's all the energy at once. It, yeah. It burns everything... Like, it vaporizes basically anything within 900 feet, and it's been theorized that he can crack apart a small moon with it. Okay, so he can essentially just, like, mass destruction a world if he needs to. Couple city blocks, at least. Uh, he's not gonna do that. Is <laughs> <laughs> my rebuttal in that he's, the, he's on the fucking Fantastic Four. He has so much fucking press to be worried about. If he were to murder 
a couple city blocks. Are you jumping into? Do you have anything else, or let's? I'm uh, good. Okay, yeah. so let's. Sorry, just, no, 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 you're good. This is the hardest part about the way we do I, I this. I want to rebuttal so hard. Okay, rebuttal, rebuttal, please rebuttal. That's why I was making sure you were. He does have that ability. I don't think he will ever use that ability. Ever. He's going to. That would like the only time he would ever use that ability is if it is a like world saving type situation, not to win a one on one fight in a warehouse. I mean, he's a hero, but there's tons of heroes more noble than Johnny. Oh, I'm not saying he's not, <laughs> I'm not, saying he's not noble or unnoble or questioning his... Well, I am questioning his <laughs> I do think he would not. He cares about being a hero, even if yes. he is a... <laughs> let's be honest, Johnny's a fuckboy. That's true. <laughs> Johnny is a fuckboy, to which I will... I did not. I will fully, fully in my uh, in my detriment say I should have researched Johnny more because I fucking forgot about this. Of he is a hothead. Man, oh, they and love that, saying it too. They, <laughs> like, they fucking do. But like figuratively, he does. He would act rashly. This is the thing I did not account for. But nonetheless, I feel even with his flight and his ability to control heat in a one-on-one -on -one fight in a warehouse. Where he's not knowing he's... Well, there's Quicksilver in this warehouse over there. Time to fucking Super Saiyan up, get my fucking plasmid form on, and then crush him to death for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he do this in this context? I'm imagining in the context of this fight, they're in the warehouse together. In old at school. At the start of it. Not just like, well, time to fuck up this particular person. In old school Fantastic Four comics, and Johnny Storm actually was popular enough that he had a solo run. It was like... A twofer book of like him and Nick Fury stories. Weird. Not Love together, it. but like first half Johnny, second half. But he used to catch people and like fire lassos and stuff. And this is not important to this argument, other than every time I was reading that, being like, that man is dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is... You just burned him to death, Johnny. Yeah, so I don't I don't feel like he's going to be able to charge up in that scenario. And I don't see him being already charged in the scenario of them facing off in a warehouse. Unless he had already been in I mean, flame on form, which I imagine if you're punching somebody at uh, the speed of sound, flame doesn't like heat resistance isn't. He's also has to deal with friction and heat and will be able to re be resistant to. Oh, that's an interesting argument. Concussion. I don't care. I already <laughs> brought up the concussive forces. He's knocking them around with them too. Okay. But he's also gonna have to be able to withstand concussive forces of being able to run at near subsonic speeds through air. Okay, before you go any farther in, do you have anything else? No, in that's it. Go ahead with your final rebuttal, and then I guess I'll make a choice. I mean, here's the thing. Like I said, he can control the concussive forces coming out from... It's not used that often, but like he can knock shit around with it. He can release the waves of energy from his body because he has psychic control of them. He's often shown using his hands to control the things, but it doesn't matter. If he wants to, it's just coming out from his body. So if you're trying to get within an aura of, thing, of a heat wave that's knocking you back, when he can completely control that, and anytime you're getting close, you're adding to his heat, and he possibly even charging his plasma form, what the fuck are you going to do? Uh, throw everything in this warehouse. <laughs> burn it. Okay. No, no, no. Literally, pick up all the fucking crates around me and throw them at you okay. repeatedly. Okay. <laughs> now, I gotta stop us here because by the rules of our thing. No, no. It's, I had the exact same thing. I, I super so you understand. Can disregard that as a, um, an element in your decision. God, this is. But like, oh, it's such a challenging this debate format. No, this one is so hard. This format is hard, and then this. 
I also need to definitely do more research. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a thing that you learn. Um, it almost comes down to whoever is going to hit first. I think I have to give it to Quicksilver for the reason that Johnny has been punched out before. Like, I have seen Johnny, even in flame form, get punched into unconsciousness. This, the, the Quicksilver, Pietro, is going to have ridiculously fucked up hands afterwards. Like, he's not coming out of this remotely clean. <laughs> this is, even for him, like, months of physical therapy to hopefully get the full use of his hands back. But I think I have to give it to Quicksilver based off just that initial argument. Also, the point of Human Torch is probably not going to murder Quicksilver with a Nova Blast remains pretty strong. I mean, he's been punched out before. I still lean back on he's been punched by Gladiator and not went out before, but... Yeah, I know. And we'll have and our post-show where we can actually mm -hmm. argue this between the three of us a little more, but... Yeah. But I see it. I see it. I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> but I also will also say that I see also... Johnny winning too at the same time. I, I feel I like have arguments for how both ones will yeah. end. We'll get into it in our post. We're not sure how we're releasing our post show stuff yet, but we'll get it to you people so you can hear them. <laughs> well, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep with this expedition's theme of Marvel villains. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on? the spot. I can't give you his name. He is an idiot Spider-Man villain who is amazingly going to be the major villain in the next Spider-Verse movie. The spot was, I think, a scientist. He might have been a criminal that just broke into a lab. Like, those are the two things that happen with most Spider-Man villains. Who was working on, like, a teleportation device, I want to say? I might have to do a redemption because I don't know the details. I just know what happens once he becomes the spot. And it kind of gets messed up and he ends up all white with like Dalmatian spots all over him, but they are holes in his body that are portals. So you go to punch him and if you hit one of the black parts, your fist just goes through and he can control where your fist goes. So you punch yourself in the face instead. Cause it comes out like the hole in his face. Yes. That's fucking rad. Now he is a wildly disrespected villain because his name is The Spot. He looks like 101 Dalmatians. I definitely was thinking of a different character when this came up. I was and thinking of the Hawkman villain that's like a shadow or something. Shadow thief, I think. Yeah. But And he can't talk. At one point he tries to give Spider-Man the story of The Spot and you learn the backstory of it. The like His version where it's kind of tragic. But what he gives Spider-Man is just a page with a bunch of circles drawn on it. And Spider-Man's like, I don't, I don't know what this, can I he, don't know what this is. Can he not write either? Uh, how aware Spot is, is kind of variable depending on oh my the author. Goodness, is that the Daredevil so cool. one? Oh no, that's a, another great one, yeah. Uh, Daredevil looked into Spot using his radar vision and was like, this is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. Like, watching the, like, oh. way that this is breaks. Jesus Christ, um, I was not expecting this episode to give me so many untold horrors. <laughs> no, it's a body horror episode, apparently. And this was the Mark Wade, uh, and it was written, or drawn by Paolo Riviera, who's an amazing artist. And it is some wildly uncomfortable stuff. And Daredevil just 
jumps through the spots at one point because that would be the insane thing to do and he's the man without fear and so there's an image of him like coming out of the spot and like wrapping the billy club around the spot to like tie him up but it's going through parts of spot uh later on spot at first is made to look like he is reworked himself as a truly dangerous villain but then it turns out he's being manipulated and he reinvents himself as the coyote and he's like kidnapping undocumented workers so it actually gets really oh, dark oh no I was uh, excited for it, and then immediately not. And he's kidnapping people by disconnecting his head through his body, through portals, by putting the spot where their neck is, because he can make portals, too. But they don't die? They don't die, because they're still attached to their body, but their head is in a box that he's keeping, and their body is just kind of wandering around. What the fuck? That's such <laughs> a cool design. Uh, yeah, by that point, uh, Chris Samney had taken over the art. That Daredevil book is some of, like, I go back and forth on Daredevil. I like him. He's not a regular book I read. But that book had Paolo Riviera and Marcos Martin to start it off, and then Chris Samney took over. It is, I want to say, like, 50 issues long, and there's not a single bad art issue in that entire run. It's incredible. You never get that. There's always the one-off issue guest artist where you're like, really? This is... This is who you went for that? <laughs> I think the only thing you didn't get was his name, which is Jonathan On. And the experiment was they were trying to recreate Cloak's powers. Oh, so like he connected cloak, himself oh, Cloak and Dagger. dagger. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to connect to the Dark Force, and that went horrifically wrong. Okay, that makes I think sense. They, they were, I think they were specifically trying to do, like, the teleporting through mm -hmm. the Dark, which is where the... the spots, and mm -hmm. the, yeah. Connecting to the Dark Force is always bad. I mean, has anybody ever done it that wasn't fucking horribly fucked up from it? There's one <laughs> lady, maybe, but shit didn't go very well for her either. It's just, it wasn't really her power's fault that things went bad. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're taking off. Before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all our sister shows at yourfirm.com. Also, what is our next matchup? Oh, it is Steven with Spider-Gwen versus me with Captain America. Steve. Steve Rogers, Captain America. Not Samantha Wilson. Not Samantha Wilson. Not Bucky Barnes. Not... Oh, God, I can't think of... Not Fox. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. Not Danielle Cage. Not John Walker, thank Christ. Oh, <laughs> Christ. That would be a very different argument. I'd be like, I lose. <laughs> I get punched in the face repeatedly. And I just enjoy watching it so much that we go with this. For some reason, he decided to just get his ass beat that day. <laughs> Uh, anyways, other, <laughs> other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor Stephen Gady and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.